Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hi, I'm Bill's defensive end, Greg Russo, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills! Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey Bills Mafia, welcome to another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate. Thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode, another draft episode. Uh, before the draft on Thursday night, we have a tremendous show for you. Um, last episode, we talked about some team news. We talked about things and predictions, things that we want to happen in the draft, things that we don't want to happen in the draft, uh, predictions for the draft. This episode will be the last mock draft that we run for the Buffalo Bills. We're going to talk about trade-up scenarios. We're going to talk about trade-down scenarios. And then we're going to do an actual mock draft where we trade down um, in this scenario. So that's going to be something fun that we've done before, that we or that we haven't done before, that we were looking forward to doing right before the draft. Something that may happen. We're not sure if it will, but we'll see. Uh, but first, this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. If you are in the western New York or central New York area, do yourselves a favor. Head down Route 90, the thruway. Get off at exit 41. That is the Waterloo exit where the DeLago Resort and Casino is. It's a great time. We've had a blast there. You will have a blast there if you haven't gone already. Um, every moment there is a winning moment. It's a great time. Um, so I'm joined by my co-hosts, John and Mike. And guys, are you ready to do the last? We're getting together for this for this draft, which is always fun. We've done it the last few seasons. We've done together live, and we'll get some reaction live after the draft that we'll post um, in an episode uh, post-draft. But uh, this is fun, guys. I mean, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you, grabbing some food, talking bills, kind of going over basically everything that we've been talking about the last few weeks because that's why we've been doing these mock drafts, not only so that the listeners understand it, so that when we go into the draft, we kind of have an idea of what's going to happen the first round, or at least we've gone through enough scenarios that we could see something happening. So uh, looking forward to doing that with you guys. So, John, Mike, are you guys ready to do our last mock draft of the 2023 season? Sure. We're ready, Nate. <laughs> it feels like the final countdown, like the Rocky. Like the final countdown. Do, 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 do. No? Okay. Um, so <laughs> we're at that point now. Was where, that in Rocky? Wasn't that in Rocky? The final countdown. Do, do, do. Wasn't that? It was definitely in something. Final countdown Europe. Was it was it Top Gun? <laughs> I, it was. Rocky movie. Arrested, Arrested Development. Oh, well, t- 
think it was a, a takeoff from the Rocky movie. Europe's track was not released until late 1986 after Rocky IV's release. Mike, you're the Rocky fan. You didn't know that? No, you said Rocky, not Rocky IV. Oh, well, pff, I know it wasn't the original. <laughs> one of the Rocky movies is one of the ten that he's made. Jeez. So, yeah. Rocky IV. Cool. So, uh, I have the Mock Draft Simulator up. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to trade down to, or we're going to look at scenarios for trading up, okay? And uh, I think this will include, we're going to do three rounds. I'm going to stop the clock around pick, because if I look at the trade chart for the Buffalo Bills pick, their pick number 27 is worth 216 points. If they trade away their third round pick, which I don't think they'll do, but if they do that, that's worth 44 points. 44 plus 216, that's 261. 261 gets us to the 21st pick, where the Chargers pick at 21. We're going to see who's available there. We're going to see if it's worth even getting to that to that spot. And uh, and then from there, we'll uh, we'll see if, uh, if, if those people are even available when we do eventually pick at 27 or when we would have picked at 27, because I think we'll trade down. Um, from there so okay quentin johnson so i <laughs> quentin johnson was just picked by the chargers so technically i mixed that missed that pick um but he was available at 21 if the bills are really looking for wide receiver quentin johnson the bigger guy out of tcu uh one of the best receivers as far as size goes in the draft um right now i'm looking at 22 the ravens if we take the 22nd pick uh, we give them 27 and 91 um we offer the trade. Who's available there that we like? Jeez, um, we still have on the board. Jordan Addison is gone. Quentin Johnson's gone. Miles Murphy, the defensive end. Kalijah Kansi's gone. Darnell Wright, the right tackle of Tennessee. Uh, Bijan Robinson went to the Patriots. Mike, no. <laughs> Jackson Smith and Jigba went, which we kind of figured. So Zay Flowers is still around, the wide receiver out of uh, Florida State. Or, I'm sorry, BC. Boston College, and I mean, defensive tackle Brian Brissy is still there. All the linebackers that we've ever mentioned are still there. Uh, so, yeah, Jalen Hyatt, Zay Flowers are still available at wide receiver. Tight end-wise, I don't think any of the tight ends have gone. Maybe I missed that. No tight ends are gone. So you have your pick at tight end. Um, defensive tackle, like I mentioned, Brian Brissy out of Clemson is there. Elijah Kansi is gone. Mazzy Smith out of Michigan. It's a little too early for him. That would be a trade-back scenario, defensive tackle. Uh, but yeah, John, Mike, um, you look at this. If you were to pick at this round, giving up a third-round pick, are any of these players worth giving a third-round pick for, or um, is it worth just waiting at this point? I would wait. I would wait too, right? You don't. I'm not in love with any of these players. They They only have six picks to begin with. And if Hopkins is still on the table for a potential draft day trade, I wouldn't want to give up one of those picks that could potentially secure that. Yeah, absolutely not. It's potentially, with this pick, you're potentially giving up DeAndre Hopkins by giving away that third-round pick for doing it. So 21-22 is around the earliest I think the Bills would try to move up. But for none of these players, am I like, the Bills have to. Like, the Bills literally have to to do that, you know? So, okay. All right. Good. I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to run through that scenario with you guys just to see. I'm going to resume the draft. Um, we're going to get to our pick at 27, and then I'm going to see the trade offers that are available and see what happens. So Joey Porter Jr., the cornerback, went out. Will McDonald 
went off the board. Um, defensive tech or defensive end out of Iowa State. Dalton Kincaid, the first tight end, went to the Giants. Zay Flowers out of Boston College went to the Cowboys. So just we we haven't drafted anyone. Um, I put in a little bit of randomness in this uh, in this draft, but right now we have available Brian Branch, Michael Mayer, Anton Harrison, um, Osiris Torrance, um, a cornerback Emmanuel Forbes, which I don't think the Bills are going to take. Uh, Dewan Jones. Um, Felix, um, Ndiki uh, Ozamo, uh, Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama, the running back, John Michael Schmidt. I'm not in love with any of these players. I mean, I could see maybe taking John, your guy, Brian Branch. I could see possibly. I don't necessarily think they take him. I don't think they take a tight end in the first round either. I, I like Mayer too. That's another option. I like it as an option. I just don't think they do that. I wouldn't be opposed to it. How I... Uh, which one do you want to get, like a second tight end first or a backup safety? You know, what, what do you want your first pick to be? Or do you take Anton Harrison, the guy I took in uh, in that mock draft with Dan Mitchell, as your potential right tackle? Right. I, I'd be okay with any of those three of those guys, but I, I know we're gonna we were already planning on doing a trade down mm-hmm. trade down draft. It would be interesting to see if any of those players are still available. Probably not, but I know all those linebackers are still available too, right? Yes, all those linebackers are still available. So that's kind of what we're getting to. So here's here's a potential scenario. The Arizona Cardinals want to trade with us. So we're at pick 27. They have 34 available because they draft early. So let's say we give them 27. We take 34. We get They're not going to give us their third-round pick. So 66 we don't get. But we could get their fourth-round pick. Maybe we get a fourth and a fifth. Fourth. And Hopkins, right? And <laughs> If that's the case, John... Would you give them, you'd want 34, yeah, take 96, and then Hopkins. <laughs> their second round pick, their fourth round pick, give them their first, give them our first round pick, and then we take Hopkins. I like that. Done. So here's a, so here's a potential opportunity. Um, the 34th pick is worth, let's do a little math. I'll do it in my calculator, but it's worth 175, right? The Bills pick at 27 is worth 216. So we have to come up with 41 more points for this to be even. So that that fourth round pick for them is worth 33 points. So it's still a little bit in it's still a little bit lopsided towards the Cardinals for 8 points. So that's not a lot, right? Like I mean ideally like you would let's say you got their fourth round pick and then you switch spots in like the sixth round, right? So like you get their sixth round pick and they give you their sixth round pick, right? Like that's more even, right? It's a swap of like only, I guess only two or three points. So that's probably what would happen. But so like, that's like towards the top of the fourth, right? Yeah, we have, yes, yes. There's is no, actually it's a, yes, there's the top of the fourth. Yep. Yeah. 96. We have 130. So maybe that's something that we look into swapping picks, but either way, um, well, why don't we why don't we just why don't we do it and see who's available at thirty four? Are, are there any so, other so the possibilities? Next, so the next possibility to trade up with, at least in this scenario, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'd have to move back to fifty six though. That's almost our third round our second round pick. We're at fifty nine. So I don't necessarily want to do this. <laughs> what do you think? What would they give us? Okay. So this would be we take fifty six, eighty eight. 121, <laughs> 127, 
They're just giving us everything. That doesn't seem right. All of these picks are worth the 27th pick. We're taking all their draft picks, and we start at 56. So we basically get like... That's not terrible. <laughs> Brandon then we, and then we could couple a bunch of those picks to get Hopkins. Dude, that would that would kind of suck, though, to not pick until 56. Sure, you get 56 and 59. like almost They're almost back-to-back picks. But to not pick until 56, I mean, I don't know. And then you get... What, what are all these other picks? I see... A third round pick in 88, you know? 88, 121, 127, 185, 202. <laughs> two of those, ship two of those off to the Cardinals. We get Hopkins. So that's done. <laughs> yeah. Look at all these picks, man. Look at all these picks. Yeah, that's what we do. We give that third round pick away. We get Hopkins. And now we have, you know, two thirds, two fourths, two. F- Three fifths. <laughs> now keep the keep the third at this point. Give them a couple fourths and a conditional sixth or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Okay, that's something to consider. And then the San Francisco Forty ers want to give us want to take the twenty seventh overall pick and give us their ninety ninth overall pick. Well, you know what? I didn't I didn't consider with the Jaguars at fifty six is that maybe we get all these players in like a next year's first round pick or next year's second round pick, right? which I didn't think about doing. Next year's third round pick. Like, that's worth something. That's pretty hot. So maybe we get the... We take the second... Their 56 second uh, round pick, 88 their third round pick, which are both higher than our second and third round picks, and then we take their second round pick next year. That's a, that is a chance to be accepted, right? Like, I don't hate that. Are we are we looking for want on this or, or what we think the Bills might end up doing? Uh, both. Both. I don't think the Bills end up doing this. I think it's too much. I don't much think for so them. either. I think this is more of us doing some crazy scenarios. <laughs> <It's> cra- <yeah. laughs> I wouldn't hate it though. I like I like the Arizona Cardinals thing better, where we get you know a higher pick. I don't want to. I want. I don't want to wait till fifty six to pick. You know this year. Yeah, uh, but we, but the, the only thing about that one is you're just getting an extra fourth. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, with I don't know if I I don't know if I like that one either. I mean, if we're basing it off of, I'd rather just stand put, stay put, than get another fourth and move down seven spots. Yeah, I don't love it either. What if we get a next year? We get a second, a third round pick. No, another fourth round pick next year. That still doesn't really move the needle for me. What if we got their third round pick and we gave them our fourth round pick? We get their second and third, and we give away our first and fourth. Would you consider that? It's two picks for two picks. Yeah, that doesn't sound as enticing, does it? Hmm. So this, so there's a scenario where we get their second round pick, their fourth round pick, and their fifth round pick for our first round pick. So this actually, at least we get three picks in this. You want to do this one? You want to just do it just to see what happens? I, yeah, I, I like that. This is this is this is fine. This this yeah, is a little bit better. Let's we can play that out. Yeah, we give up one pick, we get three picks in return, and we end up uh, going from six picks to eight picks. And then Brandon Bean probably uses one of those later picks to um, trade was accepted. Of course, I would have forced it if it didn't. <laughs> uh, so now we're picking at thirty four. So. Let's see who goes off the board. Brian Branch, the safety. Probably all the players we were just talking yep. about. Yep, Brian Branch. Osiris Torrance out of Florida goes at 29. Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback, goes to the Eagles at 30. 
Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs take a cornerback, Ken Smith, out of uh, South Carolina. Just a few more picks to we go. The Steelers are up next in the second round. They take Brian Bruce, the defensive tackle out of Clemson. So that pretty much takes that off the board for us. I was thinking that as a possibility. And then Khalid Ringo out of uh, Georgia, the cornerback out of Georgia. So we only really lost Brian Bruce as a possible potential player in Brian Branch and Michael Mayer. Okay, so Michael Mayer goes to the... The Cardinals. Well, we still have all the linebackers. Still have all the linebackers, right? Should we see if someone else wants to trade? Someone wants to trade back with, uh, except they want to trade to 58. The Cowboys want us to trade from 34 to 58. Now, no. Now that doesn't happen. And Darnell Washington is also a possibility, right? Yeah, he's still available. So defensive tackle-wise, Mazzy Smith and Keanu Benton. I think it's still too early for, uh, it's not too early for Mazzy Smith. Um, are we going to do, we're going to do this, we still got to take linebacker, right? Like the, the whole point of this exercise was to see who's available, right? The Bills are probably going to take a linebacker, right? <laughs> yes. So it's a matter if they take Jack Campbell, Drew Sanders. Um, can I just say this? We've been on the Jack Campbell train for a while, and it has a lot to do with he's more athletic than Drew Sanders. It appears like based on scoring, combine testing, he has two he's good instincts. He's good instincts. He has two more years, or he's two years as a starter there at linebacker in Iowa. He's basically the consensus best middle linebacker, but Drew Sanders offers uh, – he's very raw at the position. He's only played it for one year in Arkansas. He was a defensive end at uh, Alabama. He did have, I believe, nine and a half sacks as a middle linebacker in Arkansas. So, like, there's versatility here to play edge rusher on uh, obvious passing downs, which, John, Mike, I mean, this might take care of that need to draft a, an edge player in this draft right? Like there's a potential where they have Matt Milano and Terrell Bernard as the two linebackers on obvious passing downs. And maybe they just line up Drew Sanders <laughs> at defensive end. Like, is, is that the craziest thing you've ever heard? Like he's had success there. That's the only reason I could see the bills taking Drew Sanders over Jack Campbell. Yeah. I mean, I still like Campbell, but I mean, I, I could see them going a different direction with Sanders or even Simpson, but, uh, yeah, yeah. that's the only reason. I, still, I mean, Campbell's working out with Luke Keekley right now, which Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott played, you know, coached and drafted Luke Keekley. So, <laughs> like, I'm sure they love that. I'm going to – let's do Jack Campbell in this one, okay? Because I think that that's a very good possibility. I think everyone else seems to think Drew Sanders to the Bills, but let's try Jack Campbell. I mean, it doesn't really matter. We pick either one of these guys. We got to 34. We got to the second round. We got a couple of extra picks. I'm going to go Jack Campbell. You guys good with that? Sounds good. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more 
and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now let's see who is available in the second round. Because technically we have uh, two third round picks now, which we did not have before, or, or an early fourth round pick. So we'll do four uh, four rounds in this mock. Mazzy Smith is off the board. Drew Smith is or Drew Sanders is off at forty nine. Um, Steve Avila went off right before Antonio Johnson, the safety out of Texas A and M, went right before us. So now we have one of the best running backs in the draft, Zach Charbonnet, like an all all around back, is available in the third round. Third round now, the fifty ninth overall pick. I don't. No, it's our regular or second round pick, still, right? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Round two, second. This is our original, second, original second round pick. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So who we have available, uh, wide receiver wise? Let's go to wide receivers because we all want wide receivers, of course. Nathaniel Dell out of Houston, Cedric Tillman out of Tennessee, Rasheed Rice out of SMU, Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma, uh, Michael Wilson out of Stanford. I picked Marvin Mims in uh, the draft I did with uh, Dan uh, Mitchell. So, uh, John, I'll let you take this one. Do you want Tillman, Rice, Mims? Who who do you have highest, and do you want me to show you the tight ends too? I would like to take a peek at tight ends. Um, Tucker. I mean, I, I like Tillman, but... I mean, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Tucker Craft is available from South Dakota State, um, which I feel like is a little too early for him. At fifty nine, Luke Schoonmaker, Schoonmaker, sorry, um, out of uh, oh, Michigan. These, all the other guys are gone. <laughs> all the other guys are gone. Yep, the ones that we like passed up on. So uh, in our last pick, Luke Musgrave went. Darnell Washington went. It was a there was a run on tight ends because right before we picked, uh, we lost off on Michael Mayer. So like the basically like the three the top four or so, yeah. So if there's nobody in the trenches worth talking about, well then let's look at defensive tackle real quick, okay? All right, all right. Kobe Turner is there. Siaka Ika, Moro Jomo, Zach Pickens. I think it's still early for some of these guys. I don't love them. Um, yeah. Like, uh, Keanu Ben. Like all these guys that I would have liked to went in this earlier second round. Maybe. Yeah, this might be a time for one of the receivers in this case. In this right? case, yeah, which we haven't really done, I don't think, yet. No? So are we talking Rice or Tillman or uh, Mims? Dell, Tillman, Rice, Mims, yeah. So Joe, Bis- or, uh, Joe Biscalia has it going. Uh, he likes he likes Tillman the best out of all those guys. Tillman, he has Tillman, then Mims. Oh, so Joe Biscali agrees with me. He actually Tillman has Tyler Tyson. Scott. Nice. So he's going off Dane Brugler's <laughs> big board. He has Tyler Scott is actually the the next rated guy, which Tyler Scott is. I forget everything I said. What? Five foot ten, one hundred and seventy seven. So former running back, um, third year receiver. Let's go. Decent receiver. I Tumman's senior, right? He is six foot three, two hundred thirteen pounds. 
the most physical receiver in the draft. He is 23 years old, so he's a redshirt senior. Um, he's got a great catch radius. Teams will want to utilize his role on the outside where he can lead block on screens and get his hands on the defensive backs. He's he's more he they have him as a fourth round pick on Pro Football Focus. Let me get to him on uh, Dane Brugler's big board. But Tillman's one of the biggest receiver prospects. He's an ideal separator, and there's something, and that's something the Bills have drifted away from over the past years. There is some duplication with Gabriel Davis here. Ugh, I don't like that. <laughs> that makes me not want him a little bit more, right? Let's see his speed, though. Cedric Tillman has a 4.54 speed. It's very, very close to Gabriel Davis's 40 time. Uh, he's 23 already. I don't like the age. I like that he's six foot three. I don't like that he's more like Gabriel Davis. Uh. I don't think that receivers, I, I would almost rather have an older age than not. Yeah. He doesn't have a great receiving grade. Uh, his hands aren't amazing. Hey, we're at the bottom of the second round, man. <laughs> <laughs> but if I want to pick a guy, like I want this guy to be like, an upgrade. Okay, so so how about Davis. like right what about Rice? What, what what do they say about that dude? So Rice Rice is six foot, two hundred and four pounds. He's a four five one forty, which is a little bit older or a little bit um slow or faster than uh Tillman was. He's about the same exact age as Tillman, <laughs> twenty three already. Um stinks that Jalen Hyatt is gone because he's at such speed that would be a good addition to the Bills offense. Yeah, I agree. I would, I would take it. So Rasheed Rice, um, a three-year starter at SMU. Rice moved from the slot to the perimeter as a senior and, and head coach uh, Rhett Lash, Lashley's uh, power spread offense at a program that produced a long list of quality receivers. He has the most prolific season school history in 2022, breaking Emmanuel Sanders receiving yards record and ranking number one in the FBS with 112.9 receiving yards per game. With his ability to frame his catches, Rice times his leaps and win jumps ball or wins jump balls, leading the FBS with 18 catches of 20 plus air yards downfield in 2022. Though he makes tough catches look easy, he is also guilty of dropping some easy ones and will freelance at will. Overall, Rice must improve, must prove he has NFL level consistency in all areas to compete to compensate for his average speed. But he is a ball winner with natural instincts after the catch, which the Bills don't. The that's something Gabriel Davis does not have is a, a lot of good yards after catch yak ability. He does not have this. This could be an upgrade. I like this. And like they're talking about like freelancing. I mean, like Allen and Diggs do that all the time. Yeah. To have another receiver that can do that, that that's a plus, right? Yep. Yep. I like this better than our other pick. Um, Dane Brugler also has. Uh, Josh Downs is already gone, so I can't even go to him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is this is kind of like the pick I like the most. He has a great receiving grade compared to um, uh, Cedric Tillman. Great youts. I mean, he he produces right. He's the same age. He's a little bit shorter, but he's a good possession receiver. Um, this could be an upgrade over. This could be an upgrade over um, Gabriel Davis, but he also played the slot at SMU too. So you have that versatility, which the Bills love. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we all talk about how much we love uh, Khalil Shakir, but I mean, you know, he's question mark still, right? Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. And they, they brought a couple other guys in, but we don't know about them either. Like, who knows? Exactly. 
Exactly. This is a guy who could, after he could compete this year to start over Khalil Shakir or over maybe even Gabriel Davis. I doubt it, but maybe there. But like he's definitely his future written all over for him. Because right now, after this season, there's just Stefan Diggs, Khalil Shakir, and Deontay Hardy. That's it. Like this guy could be an upgrade over Davis and Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir was a fifth round pick, even though he sounded like a steal in the fifth round. Like he was still a fifth round pick. You're taking a guy here in the second round that could potentially be an upgrade over multiple players. I like this pick. John, Mike, let's do it. Make it so. Let's turn our keys. <laughs> so now we're going to the third round. We're going to do our last two picks. This is so, this is fun. We haven't done this before where we took um, a linebacker and then a wide receiver like this. This is this is interesting. See what we got. I don't hate it. What do you guys feel so far as we wait for our third round pick? We're addressing, we're addressing a few needs, at least in our head. I think they could definitely go wide receiver in the second round. I just don't see them doing it in the first round. If those are two biggest needs, right? Yeah, it does. We, um, that's why we love it right now. That's why we don't hate it, you know? Less likely to trade for DeAndre Hopkins or no change? What do you think? You mean with what we just did? Yeah. I would still love DeAndre Hopkins along with that. Could you imagine? I, I think I would, too. Like... With with the two wide receivers, uh, Hardy and Sherfield playing special teams, like they might keep seven receivers. Like it's a possibility. Because right now, if they if they took Mims, I'm sorry, Rasheed Rice. That's who we just took. If they took Rasheed Rice, then you have Rice, Davis, Diggs, Shakir, Sherfield, Hardy. They only have room for one more wide receiver at most to make the roster. So it's either going to be. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins or another draft pick or a, an undrafted guy, right? So, okay. So now we're at the third pick, um, third round pick. It is number ninety-one for the Buffalo Bills. Let's see who they have a defensive tackle. It's kind of what I'm thinking first. Kobe Turner, Moro Jomo. I'm glad we didn't go Kobe Turner. He's still available <laughs> there. We basically missed off on like the really the best defensive tackles, but you're going to if you're going to go this early. Like, we missed Zach Pickens, who we picked last week in the mock draft. Like, we missed out on all the, the top five or six tight ends, of course. We missed on Sam Laporta, Luke Schoonmaker. Schoonmaker. No, I'm sorry. Luke Schoonmaker is still there. Schoonmaker is firmly on the Bills' position. Potential selection radar is one of the more accomplished blocking tight ends this year. But it might make their th- it might take their third round to land him. <laughs> Let me just look at uh, offensive line. Mm. I don't love... The offensive lineman here. Just for fun. Let me look at running back. So, t- go ahead, John. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're like, don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third round, though. Um, well, we can also look at, you know, defensive end and uh, safety as well. Joe DeLeon just talked to me about Tajay Spears. And he's like, this guy is legit. Like I, he's like I love Tajay Spears. He's like I love him for the idea of him going to the Bills. He said there's some duplication with Cook, and he lacks the size because he's only five foot nine, but he's two hundred pounds. That they may be looking for, but he looks for a good value in the third or fourth round with the skills to execute in zone running scheme. So I don't know. I don't. Ha- I don't hate that idea. Well, we got we got a pick in the upper fourth round now, right? Yes, we do. So maybe we can look at him there, too. Good point. Um, who'd you say you want to see? Uh, defensive end or safety, if there was anybody. Okay. So defensive end and safety, we have Isaiah McGuire out of Missouri, Carl Brooks out of Bowling Green, K.J. Henry out of Clemson, 
Yaya Diaby out of uh, Louisville, Andre Carter II out of Army, which is a guy that we've drafted before in the past. Look at edge players. Oops, sorry, went too far. Edge rushers. So an edge rusher, we have in in uh, Dean Brewer's mock draft, he has Yaya Diaby as a third round pick. He's a fifth um, fifth year senior, six foot three, two hundred sixty three pounds, four five one, long arms. Uh, he is, I believe, the highest rated one on here. Carl Brooks and KJ Henry are below him. He could be in consideration. Yeah, between him. The tight end, and then maybe if there's a safety worthy at this point. Let me give you the quick read-up on Diaby, okay? Sure. Because we haven't really considered him in the past, so this is why this is a fun exercise to do. We've taken Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame in the past, but he's not available. Diaby, a three-year starter at Louisville, Diaby was the field defensive end and former defensive coordinator Brian Brown's three-man front playing head up over the tackle and occasionally moving inside or outside. A late bloomer, he took a winding road to reach the NFL's doorstep, including working at the airport after high school. But things clicked for him in 2022 with personal bests in sacks, nine, and tackles for loss, 14. An impressive height, weight, speed athlete, Diaby bursts off the spot with a power bend to wrap blockers and close with violence. His rush counters tend to get choppy once he meets resistance, and his run game discipline will need to improve Versus the NFL competition. Well, we just want a pass rusher anyway, right? Overall, Diaby needs to develop a more instinctive and craftier approach to breaking down blockers, but he has the natural explosion and length to attack gaps or power through the shoulder of blockers like a swinging saloon door. He has intriguing development potential as a scheme-diverse leverage power rusher. Let's see what his pass rush grades are. He He had a decent, he has pretty good pass rush grade. Not amazing pass rush grade, but good. Above average. To very good um, above average run defense grade. Um, pass rush win rate is really good. Uh, run stop rate, not so great. So you're talking about uh, a raw defensive end who has size, speed, is just not refined. But he's a better pass rusher than, you know, run stopper, which is kind of what we're looking for if we had to choose, right? Yeah. Um, Between the two. Sounding pretty good so far, right? Yeah. It was either him or Schoonmaker at, def- at tight end, really, is what we're looking at. Were there any safeties in this oh, let's Yeah, no. let's look at safety. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anthony Johnson Jr. out of Iowa State. Jamie Robinson out of Florida State. Marte Mapu, which has been more of a linebacker, I think people are looking at for him, out of Sacramento State. Um, Jail Skinner out of Boise State. Hold on. I know uh, Joe B. has... Quan Martin, J- Jair Brown, and Jordan Battle as his favorites, and those guys are all gone. It looks like. Oh no, Jair Brown is still there, out of Penn State. Six foot, two hundred and five pounds. Anthony Johnson Jr. out of Iowa State. He is of of well above average coverage grade, decent run defense grade, not great. He has a pretty bad missed tackle rate, like not good, <laughs> not exceptional. Um, let's look at Jair Brown. Jamie Robinson is someone that. Has a really good coverage grade, a really good run defense grade too. He's five foot ten, five foot eleven, one hundred ninety one pounds. He's a too high safety. He's best at working from the top down. Robinson is going to help overcome his lim- limited wingspan to be effective in the NFL. Getting stronger will definitely help. You know, this is funny because, like, the Bills don't go after elite athletes of safety, but they get they tend to get good. Man, 
average draft position. He's good. I kind of like this pick better than Anthony Johnson. Um, let's look, let me look at Jair Brown real quick. He's got really good coverage grade, slightly, slightly below average run defense grade. Uh, 5'11", 203 pounds. That's about the size that the Bills like. Brown is too unreliable to trust deep. His downhill play fits in just the right, just right in the box. So you're talking about like a, a replacement for Poyer. Brown's a versatile safety whose home is likely in Poyer's role, which the Bills could need a backup in in 2023, except he's signed for two more seasons, so not the biggest need. I don't hate it. I guess I'd go Jamie Robinson out of those guys. So between Robinson or the Louisville defensive end or the Michigan tight end, what are you thinking? Well, we went linebacker, and then we went wide receiver. I mean, our biggest need... And our list of needs is wide receiver, middle linebacker. We hit those two. Offensive lineman we have as our next one. And then we have defensive tackle. <laughs> so so it's kind of a tie because the next three are safety end and tight end. Yeah, exactly. So if I'm going by based on that, we could use some pass rush. Um, but it would be nice to get a, a, a safety that – I guess we have to look at who we think is the best player so far, right? So um, I uh, – this is why Bean has a whole team of scouts. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I think I think I like Schoonmaker the best out of all the options. Um, just based on I think I like him the most, but it's between him and Jamie Robinson. I mean, I like the idea that that um, that the defensive end out of Louisville, um, Yaya Diaby. I like that he's a, a really good pass rusher which they need <laughs> so much this season. He's got size. He's not as big as Greg Rousseau, but then again, no one is. Uh, man, this is tough. All right, I'm, I'm going to vote for the tight end. More more options for Josh Allen. Mike, if you had to choose between the tight end, the safety, or um, defensive end, which which way do you do you run between those three guys? Do you agree with, with John? You go tight end? Yeah, tight end. Okay. Luke Schoonmaker. Which we have drafted in the past, so this is going to be... It's kind of doing that again, but we know who was available, who we liked at that role. It was a tough one. And now we have uh, now we have basically everyone that's available. You want Tajay Spears out of Tulane? I kind of liked that one before. Or we take the safeties that are... None of the safeties went. All those players that we were looking at are still available now <laughs> in 96 because it's only literally five picks back because this is the one we got from the Cardinals. So um, who did we like second best? Out of that, or do we want to go running back here? I like DeAndre Hopkins here. <laughs> eh. eh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The guy I like the best probably is Jamie Robinson, the safety. I could go either way, so I'm, I'm fine with that. Fine. Mike, do you want to go safety or uh, running back or defensive end here? Mike, Mike wants a running back. What are you feeling, Mike? I'll tell you which one has the best value. Jamie Robinson. I think that was my question. Where is there a big disparity or or a big drop off if you miss on somebody? I think I think well, based on you know the average draft position, Jamie Robinson's the best value. There's there's a pretty, I guess it's not a huge drop off, but it's a decent sized drop off of safety. Running mm-hmm. back, um, Tajay Spears is is, is going to be drafted. Right yeah, Hank Tink, I mean, this guy's available. They won't be available next round, but there are some other guys that could be available then. Um, and then we already took a tight end, so we're not going to do one of that those guys. And then, like, Yaya Diaby, he, 
he'll still be around by a fourth round pick probably <laughs> based on this. That's a cool name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, diabi. Yeah, yeah, diabi. Do do. Um. I think I'm gonna. I think I think I'm leaning safety. Let's do it. Jamie Robinson. Mike, you okay with that? Sure. Something. Okay. So this is our draft. In the first. Uh, in the first round, we took. I'm sorry. We traded in the first round to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, we're gonna get a grade on our trade. <laughs> so uh, at 34, when we took Jack Campbell, um, PFF gave that a B grade, so they didn't mind it. Uh, they liked the trade that we made with the Cardinals, where we gave them um, our first round pick, number 27 overall. Then we ended up getting 34 overall. And then we got a round three pick and a round four pick from us, so they gave us a B-plus for the trade itself. Uh, Rasheed Rice, our second round pick, we got a D-plus for <laughs> <laughs> not, not fans of that. And then we our tight end Luke Schoomaker from Michigan. We got a C plus four. And then Jamie Robinson, the safety out of Florida State with our second third round pick, we got a C four. So overall grade was a B minus. Who cares what PFF thinks? I, I don't hate this draft. I think I think we got we plugged two huge holes. We just didn't get an offensive lineman, which was one of our bigger needs, but you know And we still have two fourth round picks based on this, right? Yep. Yep, exactly. We still have two fourth-round picks. So they could get that offensive tackle in the fourth round. Um, you have a tight end to compete with Dawson Knox, but more or less just to also run other tight end sets with him. So I kind of like this. You have a long-term potential safety option. Jamie Robinson. Um, there's a lot to like about this draft. Trading down has been my favorite one so far. Uh, trading back has been my favorite outcome so far, really. Except for the part where you stay up late on Thursday and not see them pick <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true that is one of the like oh we stayed up for nothing because you can't because you have to stay up even if even if Brandon Bean trades back trades out of the first round you can't go to bed because he might trade back into the first round you know with that extra those extra picks so anyway this was fun. This was fun. Thank you guys for humoring me. Thanks to everyone for listening. This episode, again, is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. If you're in the Western New York or Central New York area, if you're watching the draft at the DeLago Resort Casino, please tag us in a tweet or um, a, a picture in Instagram. Tag us in it. We'll retweet it. Um, it'll be cool. Let us know because we've been there during Football Sunday. It's a blast. It's a fun time. Uh, we've been there when it hasn't been a game going on. It's always a fun time then. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how it, what it's like at the draft there. So if you guys are there, if you guys are in the Waterloo area or whatever, take a stop there. Uh, let us know. Let us know how it is. So any final thoughts before the draft on Thursday, gentlemen? Draft, the draft party, players, anything else? Are we good? Final thoughts. Thank you guys all for sticking with us. Signing off for John. Let's go, Bills. For Mike. Go Bills. And for me, Nate, go Bills. It'll be fun to talk about uh, the Christmas gifts we get on uh, on day one of the draft. Hopefully we get uh, a Nintendo GameCube and not uh, some socks. So we'll talk to you then.
for listening to the circling the wagons podcast download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service email us at ctwpod at gmail.com that's charlie tango whiskey pod at gmail.com follow us on facebook and twitter at ctwpod and most importantly go bills nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills mate. <laughs>